We're reading Genesis 44 through 46 and Psalm 22 here on Commuter Bible OT. Joseph's brothers have returned to Egypt with their youngest brother, Benjamin. He is the only one among Jacob's sons that is a full brother to Joseph. That is to say that Joseph and Benjamin share Rachel as their mother. In our last episode, he held a feast and invited all of his brothers, but he still hasn't revealed his true identity. He has one last test to see if they are still as treacherous as they once were. Framing Benjamin for theft, he tests them to see if they give up on Benjamin to save themselves. But thankfully, Judah steps in and offers himself as a substitute. At long last, Joseph reveals himself to his brothers and invites them to stay in Egypt. Genesis, chapters 44 through 46. Joseph commanded his steward, Fill the men's bags with as much food as they can carry, and put each one's silver at the top of his bag. Put my cup, the silver one, at the top of the youngest one's bag, along with the silver for his grain. So he did as Joseph told him. At morning light, the men were sent off with their donkeys. They had not gone very far from the city when Joseph said to his steward, Get up, pursue the men, and when you overtake them, say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Isn't this the cup that my master drinks from and uses for divination? What you have done is wrong. When he overtook them, he said these words to them. They said to him, Why does my Lord say these things? Your servants could not possibly do such a thing. We even brought back to you from the land of Canaan the silver we found at the top of our bags. How could we steal silver or gold from your master's house? If it is found with one of us, your servants, he must die, and the rest of us will become my Lord's slaves. The steward replied, What you have said is right, but only the one who is found to have it will be my slave, and the rest of you will be blameless. So each one quickly lowered his sack to the ground and opened it. The steward searched, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest, and the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes and each one loaded his donkey and returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers reached Joseph's house, he was still there. They fell to the ground before him. What have you done? Joseph said to them. Didn't you know that a man like me could uncover the truth by divination? What can we say, my lord? Judah replied. How can we plead? How can we justify ourselves? God has exposed your servants' iniquity. We are now, my Lord's slaves, both we and the one in whose possession the cup was found. Then Joseph said, I swear that I will not do this. The man in whose possession the cup was found will be my slave. The rest of you can go in peace to your father. But Judah approached him and said, My lord, 
Please let your servant speak personally to my Lord. Do not be angry with your servant, for you are like Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servants, Do you have a father or a brother? And we answered, My Lord, We have an elderly father and a younger brother, the child of his old age. The boy's brother is dead. He is the only one of his mother's sons left, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him to me so that I can see him. But we said to my Lord, The boy cannot leave his father. If he were to leave, his father would die. Then you said to your servants, If your younger brother does not come down with you, you will not see me again. This is what happened when we went back to your servant, my father. We reported to him the words of my Lord. But our father said, Go again and buy us a little food. We told him, We cannot go down unless our younger brother goes with us. If our younger brother isn't with us, we cannot see the man. Your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons. One is gone from me. I said he must have been torn to pieces, and I have never seen him again. If you also take this one from me and anything happens to him, you will bring my gray hairs down to Sheol in sorrow. So if I come to your servant, my father, and the boy is not with us, his life is wrapped up with the boy's life. When he sees that the boy is not with us, he will die. Then your servants will have brought the gray hairs of your servant, our father, down to Sheol in sorrow. Your servant became accountable to my father for the boy, saying, If I do not return him to you, I will always bear the guilt for sinning against you, my father. Now please, let your servant remain here as my Lord's slave in place of the boy. Let him go back with his brothers. For how can I go back to my father without the boy? I could not bear to see the grief that would overwhelm my father. Joseph could no longer keep his composure in front of all his attendants. So he called out, Send everyone away from me! No one was with him when he revealed his identity to his brothers. But he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard it and also Pharaoh's household heard it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph! Is my father still living? But they could not answer him because they were terrified in his presence. Then Joseph said to his brothers, Please, come near me. And they came near. I am Joseph, your brother, he said, the one you sold into Egypt. And now, don't be grieved or angry with yourselves for selling me here, because God sent me ahead of you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there will be five more years without plowing or harvesting. God sent me ahead of you to establish you as a remnant within the land and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. 
Therefore, it was not you who sent me here, but God. He has made me a father to Pharaoh, lord to his entire household, and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Return quickly to my father and say to him, This is what your son Joseph says. God has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me without delay. You can settle in the land of Goshen and be near me. You, your children, and your grandchildren, your flocks, your herds, and all you have. There, I will sustain you, for there will be five more years of famine. Otherwise, you, your household, and everything you have will become destitute. Look, your eyes and the eyes of my brother Benjamin can see that I'm the one speaking to you. Tell my father about all my glory in Egypt and about all you have seen, and bring my father here quickly. Then Joseph threw his arms around his brother Benjamin and wept, and Benjamin wept on his shoulder. Joseph kissed each of his brothers as he wept, and afterward his brothers talked with him. When the news reached Pharaoh's palace, Joseph's brothers have come. Pharaoh and his servants were pleased. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, Do this. Load your animals and go back to the land of Canaan. Get your father and your families and come back to me. I will give you the best of the land of Egypt, and you can eat from the richness of the land. You are also commanded to tell them, Do this. Take wagons from the land of Egypt for your dependents and your wives and bring your father here. Do not be concerned about your belongings, for the best of all the land of Egypt is yours. The sons of Israel did this. Joseph gave them wagons as Pharaoh had commanded, and he gave them provisions for the journey. He gave each of the brothers changes of clothes, but he gave Benjamin three hundred pieces of silver and five changes of clothes. He sent his father the following, ten donkeys carrying the best products of Egypt and ten female donkeys carrying grain, food, and provisions for his father on the journey. So Joseph sent his brothers on their way, and as they were leaving, he said to them, Don't argue on the way. So they went up from Egypt and came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. They said, Joseph is still alive, and he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. Jacob was stunned, for he did not believe them. But when they told Jacob all that Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to transport him, the spirit of their father Jacob revived. Then Israel said, Enough! My son Joseph is still alive. I will go to see him before I die. Israel set out with all that he had and came to Beersheba, and he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. That night, God spoke to Israel in a vision. Jacob, Jacob, he said, 
And Jacob replied, Here I am. God said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also bring you back. Joseph will close your eyes when you die. Jacob left Beersheba. The sons of Israel took their father Jacob in the wagons Pharaoh had sent to carry him, along with their dependents and their wives. They also took their cattle and possessions they had acquired in the land of Canaan. Then Jacob and all his offspring with him came to Egypt, his sons and grandsons, his daughters and granddaughters, indeed, all his offspring, he brought with him to Egypt. These are the names of the sons of Israel who came to Egypt, Jacob and his sons. Jacob's firstborn, Reuben. Reuben's sons, Hanuk, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. Simeon's sons, Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman. Levi's sons, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Judah's sons, Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. But Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan. The sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamul. Issachar's sons, Tola, Puva, Jashub, and Shimron. Zebulun's sons, Sered, Elon, and Jalil. These were Leah's sons born to Jacob in Padanaram, as well as his daughter, Dinah. The total number of persons, 33. Gad's sons, Ziphion, Hagi, Shuni, Esben, Eri, Erodi, and Areli. Asher's sons, Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, Beriah, and their sister, Sarah. Beriah's sons were Heber and Malkiel. These were the sons of Zilpah, whom Laban gave to his daughter Leah, that she bore to Jacob, sixteen persons. The sons of Jacob's wife Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin. Manasseh and Ephraim were born to Joseph in the land of Egypt. They were born to him by Asenath, daughter of Potipharah, the priest at On. Benjamin's sons, Bela, Becher, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Ehi, Rosh, Mupim, Hupim, and Ard. These were Rachel's sons who were born to Jacob, fourteen persons. Dan's son, Hushim. Naphtali's sons, Jaziel, Guni, Jezer, and Shillam. These were the sons of Bilhah, whom Laban gave to his daughter Rachel. She bore to Jacob seventeen persons. The total number of persons belonging to Jacob his direct descendants, not including the wives of Jacob's sons, who came to Egypt, 66. And Joseph's sons, who were born to him in Egypt, two persons. All those of Jacob's household who came to Egypt, 70 persons. Now Jacob had sent Judah ahead of him to Joseph to prepare for his arrival at Goshen. When they came to the land of Goshen, Joseph hitched the horses to his chariot and went up to Goshen to meet his father Israel. Joseph presented himself to him, threw his arms around him, and wept for a long time. 
Then Israel said to Joseph, I'm ready to die now, because I have seen your face, and you are still alive. Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's family, I will go up and inform Pharaoh, telling him, My brothers and my father's family, who were in the land of Canaan, have come to me. The men are shepherds. They also raise livestock. They have brought their flocks and herds and all that they have. When Pharaoh addresses you and asks, What is your occupation? You are to say, Your servants, both we and our ancestors, have raised livestock from our youth until now. Then you will be allowed to settle in the land of Goshen, since all shepherds are detestable to Egyptians. Psalm 22 My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far from my deliverance and from my words of groaning? My God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. By night, yet I have no rest. But you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted in you. They trusted, and you rescued them. They cried to you and were set free. They trusted in you and were not disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by people. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads. He relies on the Lord. Let him save him. Let the Lord rescue him, since he takes pleasure in him. It was you who brought me out of the womb, making me secure at my mother's breast. I was given over to you at birth. You have been my God from my mother's womb. Don't be far from me, because distress is near and there's no one to help. Many bulls surround me, strong ones of Bashan encircle me. They open their mouths against me. Lions, mauling and roaring. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are disjointed. My heart is like wax, melting within me. My strength is dried up like baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You put me into the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. A gang of evildoers has closed in on me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. People look and stare at me. They divided my garments among themselves, and they cast lots for my clothing. But you, Lord, don't be far away. My strength come quickly to help me. Rescue my life from the sword, my only life from the power of these dogs. Save me from the lion's mouth, from the horns of wild oxen. You answered me. 
I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you in the assembly. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. All you descendants of Israel, revere him. For he has not despised or abhorred the torment of the oppressed. He did not hide his face from him, but listened when he cried to him for help. I will give praise in the great assembly because of you. I will fulfill my vows before those who fear you. The humble will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations will bow down before you, for kingship belongs to the Lord. He rules the nations. All who prosper on earth will eat and bow down. All those who go down to the dust will kneel before him, even the one who cannot preserve his life. Their descendants will serve him. The next generation will be told about the Lord. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people yet to be born. They will declare what he has done. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by the Christian Standard Bible. If you're not listening to the Commuter Bible NT podcast, today might be a good day to jump in, even if it's just for one episode. We've just read Psalm 22 here in this podcast. In the NT podcast, we've read Luke 23. And Luke uses Psalm 22 as a way to point back and to show how Jesus fulfills that psalm. It's really great to see the parallels. Give it a shot. Well, thanks for listening, and remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know Him, and He will make your paths straight. 